0: here today with Amory Lindig director of Sunshine Academy at Frisco first um, I'm Debbie I'm Christy and I'm Anne-Marie. and we are going to talk about the joy of parenting preschoolers today and all the fun and amazing things that that brings to our lives right preschoolers are fun they are fun so Amory tell us a little bit about um, what you do about what your role is as director of Sunshine Academy and what that entails
1: I think the best way I describe it with my kiddos, I tell them I'm the mama of the school. So my job is to care for, making sure that everybody uh, is trained and taken care of and needs, gets the help that they need and that I set kind of the structure, um, some of the foundation for our program. So that's my job.
0: And that, so when you say foundation, that means you're doing training, you're equipping teachers, you're um, helping them through their day.
1: That's oh. my favorite part of the job for sure. The admin part, not so much my favorite, but I love working with parents, with teachers, with kids, and um, I get to meet with lots of different ages, and I love that. So, I bet. Do you have some
0: interesting parent stories? You have to share them. No, share. That's the good
2: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's the really good stuff. Well, like, we're all it. interesting yes. parents, right? Yes, we, we are. are. In our crazy preschool kids' lives, yes. <laughs>
1: But I think the thing about parents is that we all are in the same place. We all have the same struggles. And so sometimes we just need somebody to come alongside us and help us to brainstorm because working with kids is not easy and being a mom is not an easy job. Being a dad is not an easy job. So that's one of my favorite things that I get to do is go alongside the parents and help them figure out this hard job of being a parent.
2: And you're really good at it too. And even like at the school, the teachers are good. You know, preschool mentality, teachers are impressive.
1: They like are I'm always worried. I was always Not worried. Everybody they're going to judge
2: good. me. My kid does a yes. jacket on today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, right, they're here. Yes. We're so happy. Drop them and go. Leave now. Yes. We used to I always get it. there late. Like I, I'd always be
0: walking in, like with my head down. Yes, we're late again. Oh, we, we were, were the, the joy of preschool.
2: In <laughs> the first one in line to drop off my children. That is awesome. <laughs> I, I,
0: I was not. I was dropping off my elementary, and then we were crawling in.
2: <laughs> but
1: you can be late in preschool, and yes, nobody gets you can. in trouble. You're not getting yes, a letter from somebody. Tiring. So
2: there's no shame. Yeah. No it's embarrassment. Enjoy it. Mm. Yes,
0: she wore these clothes yesterday.
2: Yes, that is <laughs> true. <laughs> So,
0: speaking of parenting and the great job you do and walking alongside parents, tell us, um, you know, how about your family real quick and how old your kids are?
1: So, my oldest is about to be 26, and my middle son Aaron is about to be 23. And my daughter is 18, so we are past preschool.
0: You are. We're so in.
1: We're almost empty nesters. You are, mm. which is crazy. I know. Which is why you love preschool kids I know. so much. And so <laughs> then that means I'll get to be a grandmother at some point, and then I can do the preschool thing all over again. That's right. Mm-hmm. But you are coming from a
0: place though of both a professional perspective and a parenting perspective. Right. As, as an educator and done as a mom. Right. Right.
1: Yes. Right. yes. So, and that just means I'm older, so <laughs> I've had a chance yes, to learn season. some more wisdom. things. Seasoned, there you go.
0: Wisdom. Now you get to share. <laughs> now you, you're not allowed to hold on to the wisdom you learn. You have All right. to give some of that away. So, um, we're going to talk real quick then about um, the parenting preschool perspective that you bring. But when you walk alongside with parents, a lot of what you hear, you have said, is the fact that parents struggle more with kind of the reactionary part of discipline and what that looks like and means for them and grabbing hold of their reactions and trying to figure out how to be a little more intentional about their parenting. So tell us about um, kind of the perspective you bring and the process you share with parents as they're learning how to do that.
1: Well, I think that usually the first thing that happens is, as a parent, we just know that whatever's we're doing, it's just not working out very well. Um, and so um, usually at that point, that's when we're frustrated and we're asking for help. And the thing that... Uh, the first thing that we talk about is what does that kind of look like? What are things that are not going wrong? Because the truth is we would rather have just like a magic wand or some kind of word that we could just say that would make everything better. Is there something I can put in my kid's yeah. really, like, A powder, just, a pill, yeah, something, something, something that we could do. Yes. Right. Yes. That's kind of what we're looking for first. So then as we start talking about it, the thing that we often find is that a lot of our discipline of behaviors with our kiddos is coming from a place of reaction versus a place of response. Um, And reaction is a gut level response. It's when our brain kind of shifts to the base of our brain and we are reacting out of a place of either uh, fear or anger or I am not in control, they're in control. And so that ignites this fight or flight response. And the truth is our kids are probably at that place as well. They are probably also angry Mm -hmm. and they're coming Mm -hmm. from a place of fight or flight. And so when our brain is kind of stuck in that place, we can't logically think because we're not using that part of our brain that can process and to problem solve and to use wisdom and we just kind of react we We're
0: past that point
1: right we're just we not skipped over it we're, we're just not capable to, yes we are kind of two out of control individuals the kid and the adult and so the first thing we have to kind of figure out is am I responding or am I reacting and if I am reacting then there are some steps I can take to help move myself from a reaction response to a well thought response. how do you tell the difference? Response.
0: Like how do you tell the difference between a reaction and a response?
1: Well, usually reactions are very um, guts, kinda like if you hit your knee with a reflex hammer, you would just kick, right? Okay. And so it's just kinda out of the gut and often you feel bad about it afterwards because you either raised your voice or you gave a consequence that you wish you hadn't given because now you're stuck with them for, you know, Three days mm-hmm. no TV, and you don't know what you're no. going to do with them I or ground, something. Oh, I yeah. Think I'm grounded
0: too.
1: yeah, yeah, um, and um, or it's just not effective. Things are just not changing, and you're getting mm-hmm. the same result over and over and over again, and you're kind of stuck in a in a pattern. So when you find yourself reacting, and um, you just kind of lost it, maybe you raised your voice or you or whatever it looked like. Um, there's an acronym that I suggest thinking through mm-hmm. and it actually comes from dr becky bailey and um, from conscious discipline and it's the acronym is star so the s stands for stop and that means just take a breather count to 10 100 do what you need to do yeah yourself take a mommy timeout,
2: whatever that might <laughs> so in mean. those situations it's okay to be like um, four-year-old I'm gonna just go to the potty real fast and I'll be right back Or yes. I'm gonna go to my closet I'll
1: be right back let's both go into our rooms for a little there while let's, okay. let's have okay. a neutral timeout. Mutual yes. timeout. yes okay. um, and that actually helps to trigger our brain to move from that base of our mm-hmm. brain in the brain stem and kind of move it forward and so the next part is T that means think and thinking is what is really going on with my kiddo here what's really happening because all behavior is a form of communication it is communicating something to us even our behavior is communicating something what we're feeling what is happening if we take time to think it through and so that's the next part what is what's really going on with their behavior what are they trying to tell me Um, are they hungry tired are they seeking control, or are they trying to be, um, do they feel scared, are they think that they're kind of the center of the universe, which we know they do, but what is really going on with how they're acting and what's the base of what their behavior is trying to tell so them. So you almost
0: have to look at it more, remove yourself even in your head, like when I'm taking this time out, I'm not just going to um, sit and ponder ways to make my child be different, I'm pondering the long-term impact. I'm kind of taking a higher-level view. Right. Um, I'm not just stuck with, oh, my gosh, I need chocolate. I can't be in the same room with this kid anymore. I'm saying I'm going to look with a different perspective um, and almost remove myself in some ways as best I can.
1: Because if you look at it that
0: way, it doesn't feel quite so personal, right? Right. It doesn't feel like my, my kid's personally attacking me,
2: disrespecting me. Sounds like you're taking you know, the me out of it. Yes. As a parent, it's now I'm going
1: to so focus on my kids. And that takes time because truly that thing time might do. take a while because yeah. at first you're probably going to be thinking, you know, what can I do that will hurt them enough to where they'll stop doing That's this, right? right? Or, yeah. you know, like you said, um, they shouldn't be treating me. This is not right. And so, and as long as I'm stuck in that thought process, I'm really, I may have moved out of that fear stage, that fight or flight, but now I'm kind of stuck in that limbic system of my brain where it's just all emotional, I'm so not. I'm just kind of feeling, but hey, I'm making progress. I'm moving forward in the brain, so I'm not at the base anymore. <laughs> I'm, I not, may need, I'm taking a step up the ladder. Right. Little bit. I need a few minutes to kind of vent mm-hmm. and yeah. kind of say mm-hmm. this is, they're driving me crazy yeah. before I go on mm-hmm. to the, the next stage. So, So once we've taken time to stop and to think, the third stage is ask. And that really is that ask for wisdom from God. And, um, and this requires the front of our brain, the prefrontal lobe of our brain. And so that means we really need to have moved past that emotional um, anger response. Because um, then now this actually may require something from me.
0: So it's not now that I'm just trying to do something, trying to change my child's behavior. There actually may be something I have to do different. Exactly. So we're moving even more away from that reactionary part. And I would think I would take a while to it, get to some. Sometimes
1: it period. does, and sometimes what you, I think what we find is that we are kind of programmed into thinking that. When my child misbehaves, then my thought process are only focused on what is the consequence I need to give? What consequence, what consequence, what consequence? And not that consequences aren't needed, they are needed, but sometimes we don't always are doing a great job of matching the consequence to the behavior or what we're really trying to work on changing in them because it's such a quick response. So sometimes the consequence can be
0: far more extreme than what the behavior requires. I'm sure that happens quite often.
1: Right. And so that asking for wisdom, really God's the one who knows our kids and he designed them, he knows us. And so just taking some time to ask God for a little bit of wisdom. And in the long run, sometimes that means asking others our mm-hmm. our tribe to help us to brainstorm mm-hmm. some other things that can help us um maybe asking experts by reading things and becoming that and of course we can't do that all in the five minutes we're taking of a time out but ultimately yeah, help. google Google's may not, not, have not have the, the immediate okay. response Come on. Oh, i got some friends alexa yes. I phone you. <laughs> yeah phone a friend you. friend maybe we need to do that Uh, But once we've gone through that process, we are ready for the R, which is responding. And responding can mean a lot of different things. It could mean a consequence. Um, It could mean that I'm gonna wait for my child to get to a place where they are no longer in that fight or fight, and we can work and problem solve Together on how we can fix the situation. You don't have to
0: necessarily always give a consequence right then. No. I mean, sometimes you need to, right? But sometimes, sometimes they need to be
1: removed, which is always yes, a consequence, right. but they may need something additional or they may not need something additional to that situation. I think that we are so wired to think behavior modification way, where for every behavior there is a consequence and what that the problem with that is is all that's really working on is an outward behavior response so that they will look the way that makes me feel happy mm-hmm. they will look in a way that is pleasing to me and makes other people think that I'm doing a good job You're in a my You're awesome. right yeah. but it doesn't actually solve the problems that are going on inside their heart, heart. Yes. and so response responding takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of time it's exhausting. It, it can be very sorry, exhausting. It is. Responding is exhausting. Yes. yes, it's a lot easier to be <laughs> yes, you reactionary.
2: Need, you need all of this to respond
1: well. Well, Because I do yes.
2: think,
0: too, people forget how exhausting the reactionary can be, too, because you're in the same stuff over and yeah. over and over, and then you get worn out yeah. because now you're in this cycle of like difficult relationship and just behavior with your child yes. that will not change So both are tired, but I do think the initial step to the responding feels very exhausting because it's new. Right, so you have to learn and respond as well. Now, do you get
1: faster? I'm betting at this. You do. The more you do it, and and responding doesn't always mean that there's this big delay either. Mm -hmm. What I have found is that as we. Our kids are doing the same behaviors that annoy us repetitively, right? Absolutely. If they,
0: didn't, <laughs> they never do that, Christy, right? Oh, <laughs> I do it
2: all the time. It just grows. It a two-year-old response yes. is the same, yes. it's essentially yes. the same as my 10, as my 14. Yes. And it's their personalities, right? Like personalities come right. out in their
1: their actions. If and their default re- is is their default. Right. In stressful situations, that's True. their default. If they only did that one behavior one time, then you wouldn't be thinking about this. Right. But it's because that it's repetitive that you are reacting. Yes. Because it keeps on happening yes. again and again and again. And so because of that, though, it kind of helps us out because mm-hmm. we can plan ahead. Yes. We can, after we have experienced a behavior that really did not work well, whatever they did and however I responded just did not go the way that I really wished it would have gone, then I can choose to do some of that thinking and asking wisdom, wisdom part away from the situation. So I always suggest even journaling. Taking some mm-hmm. time to journal through a behavior. What happened? What did your kid do? How did you respond mm-hmm. or react? in that situation. The
0: ABC's, the antecedent behavior consequence mm-hmm. part of things. What happened before, what happened during, and then... Sounded way smarter right. when
1: she said it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yes. <laughs> yes. yes. But, yes, that's I've exactly it. I've learned
0: much from you, my friend. Yes, so,
1: uh, I don't use big words like that, <laughs> so if you heard a big word, it came from her. Oh, baby. But, okay. um, okay. big yeah, big words. there you go. The... But if you take time to write that down and be honest, like what was I feeling? What yeah, did I right. say? What level of volume did I use mm. when I said it? How did they respond? You will start to get some wisdom and some insight as to what happened in that situation. Mm. First, what what are some things that went wrong? And. Then I can start planning a different response because I know this behavior is going to occur again. I'm so. sorry. My kid is perfect. It's never going to happen again.
2: <laughs> never. And my consequence was perfect. Right? Every time. But no. We like to think that, but no. They and not there's good. nothing
0: like parenting to point to our own, oh my word. I, I've learned so much about what I do in stressful situations and about what my default issues are. From trying to parent my kids.
1: Right. Because you see them do okay, it. My hang up is, <laughs> yes. I feel like, yes. I mean, yeah, where do they learn that? But I don't know That's what not me. About. Yeah, Or, I so mean, bad. how much,
0: okay, they need to, my feeling of I need to be respected. I need this. I need this. They owe me this. And you learn real quickly that they don't necessarily believe that.
1: No, they don't. And it doesn't work very well over. The course of time. Um, I think that. To
0: make them. Try to do, so, yeah, the emotional, make my emotional to response tells <laughs> a lot, says a lot about me. Right. Like, why am I so upset? Right.
1: right. Now? Not like, only about your child, but it says a lot about, about me, me. Exactly. too. So, that journaling kind of yes. helps. And as yes. you find yourself journaling more than one event, right? So, you kind of yes. have a pattern oh, no, now, right. you can start to identify oh, wait, maybe I am reacting this way very often. Mm-hmm. And so now mm-hmm. I can think of, get some wisdom from my friends and other people to help me. What are What's a different way that I can choose to respond in this situation? We all have the same things we struggle with. Going to the grocery store with your kiddos and all those kinds of same things that, you know, tend to make us go gray and pull our hair out. What are some things that I can plan in advance? So you're saying practice practice right we practice everything else we expect our kids to practice their Mm -hmm. you know spelling words and everything so we can practice how we're going to behave and for kids kids do well when they know what's expected of them Mm -hmm. they know what's going to happen good and bad what are the boundaries and we all need boundaries they need to know that ahead of time and then they need to actually practice that they aren't going to do it right the first time or the second or even the third mm-hmm. so we need to practice what that behavior is going to look like so as a parent then I need to think about that as I'm taking them to wherever I'm taking them or we're doing whatever we're doing what can I anticipate some of the problems that might come up mm-hmm. so then
0: I'm practicing as a parent probably even before how I'm myself, going to before I interact with my child and then I'm working through the training part with my child now do you we find do you find that working with families With preschoolers, I know this was true of myself. I had to do a lot of adjusting. Was even now with my kids, the expectation of I'm expecting them to act like an age that is actually older than what they are because I've skipped over. I expect them to just know what to do. I've skipped over the training part. So how do you like explain that to parents? Because I don't think that's intuitive. Really, we do our training through our discipline instead of. Doing, help teaching them so they're ready before the discipline starts. You know,
1: I think that I think that is so true that we have expectations for our kids that sometimes are way above the, their developmental level. You know, we put them in a scenario where you know, we're at a restaurant and we expect them to sit there mm-hmm. quietly, like an adult, mm-hmm. like an adult. And I know even myself sometimes. I will be in situations where I've gotten bored, mm-hmm. and especially in our society, right? Our ability mm-hmm. to be bored is really low, yes. even as adults, right? Yes. That's why we're always yes. on our phone, we're always mm-hmm. that. And so sometimes I'm expecting my child to be, to self entertain themselves for a length of time that I can't even do. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time self entertaining myself this long. So when I have to write it out though, it kind of helps me to see, wow, we were mm-hmm. at the store for an hour and 15 minutes. I was having a great time shopping until their behavior started to go awry and then i realized that oh wait that's an hour and 15 minutes hour, and then. i was just going you can last an hour and 15 your kids yeah, an no hour and 15 minutes my expectation was i should yes. be able to go for an hour and 15 minutes but that is not the reality i'm you if
0: they had walmart pickup when my kids were little i don't think we'd have ever gone in the store
1: our new saying
2: or probably this past year is when we walk into a store the store does not need to know that we're here yeah, oh, you know like, I mean? like expectations. Like you can have fun, yeah, but they don't really need to all know that we're here. Just like a restaurant. They don't need to know that we're here. They all need to be the star of their camera. Yeah, no. Nope. We should be, be able to walk in and walk out. And Gentry, don't ask for anything.
1: Yes. Or today you can ask for one thing. Well, and that's exactly what you're doing. You're setting up the expectations yes. ahead of time. Nice. So, And they know exactly what's going to happen yeah. when you are mm-hmm. going beyond those expectations. Right.
0: And I think telling them, too, that they can pick one thing.
2: Yeah. But well, my mean, first three, I would be like, I'm not buying y'all anything. <laughs> Don't ask, nothing. And now I just like, poor thing. Okay, you're the only one, the only one Just well, one thing. And I thought, I mean, I would give, give them, like, soft a, and my old age. But yes. if you
0: give them even, like, it can turn into a fun thing for them to do with their head. You can buy something under a dollar. Yes. I mean, like, so then they're looking. And before you know yes. it, they spend an hour looking. And they finally pick their thing. They're yes. looking as you go. but That's
1: they know the art they of distraction. Yes. yes. What yes. can you do to distract them? Yes. Or give do good here at
2: the dollar stores next door. right.
0: That's that right. Too. On the dollar store oh, man. The dollar is hard to get out with just one thing. <laughs> I know we would go. Well, to if dollar you give them short. just a
1: dollar, then they $1. won't have much of That's a choice. Right. That's right. <laughs> this That's right. Is all the money. Yeah. One dollar. So when
0: what is the um? So we, you go through Star here. So what is the prime? Do you are there kind of behaviors or issues that stick out in your head that you feel like a lot of parents come to you with? What are some of the um, Cause your threes and fours, I right? you said that your threes and fours is is, your, is the school. So, what do you feel like is kind of the majority um, of things that parents are coming and saying, "I need help with this," like over and over. This is
2: driving me crazy. Well,
1: probably um, things like temper tantrums, bedtime. Oh, is bedtime a big bedtime's a big oh, bedtime's one. Bedtime's a biggie. Mm-hmm. Um, just. I forgot about hitting bedtime. siblings
0: because it's probably not a biggie for you, Christy, as much anymore, right? No. Yeah. But I mean, I'm a bedtime
2: Nazi. Um, have you been from the beginning? Always. Yeah. Yeah, my kids will not... I mean, they cried out. Yeah. Greg would wake up and be like, they slept through the night. I'm like, mm, they did. You Turned off the intercom and... <laughs> I no idea what happened. We were the same way. And I'm telling
0: you, they sleep through anything now. Yeah. The letters yeah. cried out to you. And mm-hmm. man, now a thunderstorm could be right over their head and they just... Yeah. The
2: yeah. But yeah. I d- understand the struggle of bedtime. Because sure. the totally. soft, kind tender-hearted yes. mom, which I struggle with, you know, like, that's not me, is like, but they're, I, don't, I want them to feel comfortable, and
1: so I get it. Well, not only that, by but the end of the day. too.
2: Mine
0: would, say, I had one that was sickly that I could not leave like that. Well, right. sick is different,
2: yes, yes is but like, non-sick, just the, yes. the different mommy personalities, yes, but the for kids. For sure, it's hard. Yeah. Yes.
1: But even right. for all of us, by the end of the day, you know, our bandwidth is very small. We yes. have very little reserve left in yes. us. And so if there was ever a time that we're going to react versus respond, it is bedtime because all we're waiting for is to be off-duty. And I have put you in your bed, and now you keep on coming back and back and back. So how do you build that endurance,
0: man, because you're not off-duty? How do you build the endurance?
1: Well, this uh, this act of responding, (laughs) I never said it was easy. (laughs) I I never said that. Remember that magic pill we talked about? It does does not not exist. exist. Yes. So rich would you be? Right. Right. So even bedtime. So
0: melatonin's not the magic pill
1: for that. You know, I'm not a doctor, so I can't say. You know, my kids are a lot older. We didn't have melatonin back then. We just had Benadryl. Yes, cold (laughs) medicine.
2: Way to go, Miss Linda.
1: (laughs) Yes. So no, we Okay, so tantrums. Tantrums. Body training. Potty training, for me, I don't have as much of that because yeah, most of my kids bed. are potty trained yeah. when they come to my program. But um, but usually bedtime, that, and then um, just hitting, it being is too rough. This so a natural, you like know, it. like we talked about, kids are going to also have a response that is a fight or flight. Mm-hmm. Just some of them choose fight. Mm-hmm. And so that STAR technique for adults, as we learn it better, our kids can opt Actually, learn it too. It just looks different for a child. For a child, STAR is just stop, take a breath, and relax. Mm-hmm. That's all that STAR stands for. But they can learn that too. How do I identify when I'm feeling angry? What things can I do to help me to mm-hmm. be able to do some things to self soothe so that I can move from that place of fight and flight? So if my brother, well. mm-hmm. Fourier,
0: throwing a tantrum and I wanted to stop and think and relax,
2: but they're not. Do you not away and scream at them? Yes, say, stop! Exactly. stop! Stop! Relax! <laughs> I mean, how do you get them out of that exactly. state of screaming Do you walk and away and say, come and let me, me know. know
1: when you're relaxed? Hey, kids, stop. Take a deep breath, breath and, relax. and relax. Yes. Like, yeah. that well, there's right? lots of different ways you can help a child. and But, you know, when they are in that heat of that tantrum again no. you're not going to logically be able to do anything with them so no. the some so the most likely thing you're going to have to do is let them cry it out whether okay. or not it and so for
0: the store what does that look
2: like oh i'll tell you you walk out that aisle <laughs> you go around the corner <laughs> you send the other kid to look at the base to make sure they're okay oh they're still there and you know they're still there because they're screaming no one's going to take a screaming kid <laughs>
1: this is true so you just they're this pretty one, much kidnap proof free yeah. yeah nobody's taking them yeah. um, for sure <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. Put in the cart,
0: take them out to the store. Like we, we did a wedding. lot of
1: timeouts in the car. So yeah. we mm-hmm. did a lot of leaving our cart right there, wherever it was, and mm-hmm. we went, and they would sit in the car, and I would stand outside, and we would mm-hmm. let them scream mm-hmm. and. Have their temper tantrum That's until they were kind of ready. A built-in
0: crazy box, right? You got mm-hmm. the car there. They're not. Mm-hmm. You've got the keys. They're not doing yeah. much in mm-hmm. there. They can just kind of. And you make and sure and...
2: you take your phone on the outside so you can catch up on life, right? The, right. You're
1: entertain yourself because you don't want. <laughs> to we can laugh now because we're not in that I know, stage. I know. Um, right. But You're the truth right. is that as we go through this, every kid's going to go through phases and. With this response, mm-hmm. and as we're consistent, and we consistently help them to realize that they can have control over their emotions, that they can mm-hmm. have a different response besides screaming and yelling, and that isn't going to happen during the heat of the moment. Mm-hmm. When that is happening, our only option is to let them cry it out. Put so them let's in a say room. they cry
2: it out; they're in the room. They're, is it a and you haven't given them what they wanted? Right. So yeah. Right. So you're wherever you're at. They're three and four five maybe because they're still at home because they're not kinder can you say how could you have handled that differently
1: does that age group handle that question well they can they actually are quite able if you give them some ideas like when you were feeling mad what what things would have made you feel better and you give them some choices like would it made you feel better if you had your blankie or if you were if you were able to be by yourself some kids Mm -hmm. don't they just need to be separated they because they need time to
0: process. They, they just do. need a minute. They, they too it. much sensory, mm-hmm. too much
1: stuff mm-hmm. going on. They just need to be. And there's adults that way. way. We
0: forget that as adults, a lot. Some of us are that way, and For some sure. of our kids are the same way. So yeah. it's a valid question, and then
1: pro- give them yes. ideas. And then there's even just you know talking. To, you know, we call it stop, take a breath, and relax. But there's just different ways that you can teach them to be able to, you know, we. Like If you think about those cheap little windmill toys that you blow on and they spin, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things helping them to blow that fan, that blowing out of that, doing those kinds of, there's lots of different, if you look up sensory for um, Mm -hmm. self-soothing, there's a ton of different words and sayings and things that you can do that you can find. For some kids, even something like gum. Mm-hmm. Chewing a piece of bubble gum will help them to be able to get some of that sensory. It helps me with my anger. All those are things, and mm-hmm. and unfortunately, it's just trial and error. Yeah. I have to keep on trying Every things till they mm-hmm. find one that kind of helps them. And then they have, and as they age, those will change too. But they need some ideas, and you're the one that gives them ideas. Yeah. And you can just say, next time, let's try one of those. Let's are see I'm if next time. Are finding a lot of parents right.
0: now are struggling with, they're having to parent kids that are so different from the way they were parented. Like, I feel like Definitely now there some are of more that. issues with more sensory kind of issues now and struggles for with sure, kiddos.
1: But and when
0: we were growing up, that wasn't even really talked about very
1: much. No, but again, it's so it's so different. Being the one parenting versus being the one parented, right. and so we don't always remember everything our parents did. Mm-hmm. I mean, we remember the things we don't—they did that we didn't like. remember those
2: bankings, Yeah, I know, we remember sure. those things, those. but <laughs>
1: exactly what worked right. for them and the things that that we don't really remember—that mm-hmm. we're just not able to. So, it's just a hard job. It's a hard it job doing, you know. But the great thing about parenting is that. God gives us so much grace with the way that we behave, and when we mess up, He's so good about giving us grace that we can give ourselves grace, too, right. when we mess up as parents, yes. and when we do something wrong, our kids don't respond in a way that we wish they would respond, or. Uh, Or they react in a way that embarrasses us. Mm -hmm. We can give them grace because God gives us a ton Mm -hmm. of grace. And we're a lot of times
2: scared. We're
0: like, okay, my kids doing this at three or four. They're going to be sixteen, flailing around on the floor at Target. Exactly. We don't. I mean, if you're parenting through time, a lot of times you can be reassured. You know, your 16-year-old's not going to be flailing on the floor most of the time, right? Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. middle of tartan, you know, they're, they can. And your parents learn messed up plenty, so, and you yes. turned
1: out great. So yes. mm-hmm. you're going to mess you're, up yes. too. And I messed up plenty.
0: Yes. You know, just as a kid, your right. kids are
1: going to mess up. You're
0: going to mess up.
1: You know. So we need to be encouragers to each other. We need to allow. Our friends to understand that we can listen to their mess ups and give them an encouraging word. And not judge them. Not judge them, but we also need to be friends that help give our friends helpful, encouraging words instead of just sharing the fact that, yes, my child's rotten too at times. So we need to not just get in the pity party with them and just yeah. stay right. there forever but to give them some actual helpful advice and we
0: need to be willing to probably receive it too we right model that. it may so not work but hey let's try it let's try something else try because
1: clearly this two steps that i've tried this last day didn't work so well so what can i do mm-hmm. differently and and now with the internet we have a ton of resources there out so there many resources. So resources. Mm-hmm. sometimes it can be overwhelming it is overwhelming so so let's just start with working on being moms who respond versus reacting, or being parents who mm-hmm. respond versus reacting, mm-hmm. and then uh, we can go. As you spend time doing that, you'll get better at how you respond. What do those responses look at? Look like, and be a little bit more creative in the way we respond. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So
0: we're at, we're this is great. So we're about done. We're about ready to close. But what are some resources? Then this is Star you talked about today. Where so doctor.
1: Dr. Here's Becky girl. Bailey is mm-hmm. her name. Conscious Discipline is what she, you can find her all over YouTube. And she has lots of different little self-soothing techniques and things. And you can watch her demonstrate a whole bunch of them. Um, so that would be one way that I, I would, would talk about specifically when you're talking about preschoolers. And yeah. she has a lot about how the brain works, too, and how um, we move from that base of our brain to the prefrontal lobe. So, mm-hmm. Which that is how God that. made
0: us. So trying to fight that particular thing is a battle. You will not you win. You will
1: not win. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Now, yes. You can't try to don't need to choose
2: how your brain different. is wired. No. It right. seems like she gets that from James 1, 19 through 20. That exactly, verse because says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. Look at the two slows, right? And for the anger of, of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Right. So I
1: love that it's biblically based. You can get it as is.
0: angry as you want. You're not going to produce righteousness. To no change.
1: matter what. So that gives us motivation. And God tells us in his word then that it's a choice on our part, right? Mm-hmm. We don't have to stay stuck mm-hmm. in that place of response, of, of reacting. I'm sorry. Yes. Because he says we can choose to mm-hmm. be slow to speak, slow to, to anger. Way. And that means that he will give us the power to do that. Mm-hmm. That's sure. Good. Awesome. Well, mm-hmm. good job. Thank you so well, much. Well, thanks Amber. for having Thank you. me. It was yeah. fun talking with you, you guys.
2: We will
0: be having you back. This Perfect. Will not be the last parenting time. boys. Let's come no, back
2: and talk, go. talk about boys. Boys. Yes. Yeah, parenting boys preschool boys. I love boys.
0: Yeah. I do too. I boys are boys fun. Fun. They're so fun. All right. Thanks. Well, that's it for us from today. Until next time, we'll talk to you all later. Bye.